You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Oh, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Doggy, it's going to be back. Hey, Mark Norman here. It's a chilly, balmy 21 degrees. No. You don't know what balmy means. What is balm? Clammy? <laughs> no. I don't clammy. Those. No, hot. That's hot. Hot is balm? Balm is hot. Come on. Yeah, the balm. It's balmy. It's, uh, this is funny because I think, wasn't it you? I think it was two sec- two days ago that I said balmy, uh-huh. and then someone I was with was like, what the hell does balmy mean? Ah, uh, no. I, was that you? I think I know what balmy means. Well, I don't think you do, because it's nine degrees out there. I know, but I think I know. Oh, I see. Well, certainly you think you know. Yeah. Well, you look great. We have TV camera lighting, and you uh, got like a beard. Now I'm starting to see all the girls that fuck you. This is a weird thing, because I'm growing the beard, but I, I don't like it. It's very gray. It's too gray. White. Yes. If you will. I think you're stressed out, buddy boy. It's balmy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, Tuesday's tour is going to be back. Boy, we've had a wild weekend. How are you, Joseph? Oh, I'm great. We're not talking about that weekend yet. That's next episode. I'm just saying it was a good weekend. Oh, great weekend. Well, I guess we could just pretend that the other weekend that we're going to talk about just happened. Also great, but uh, just it's a nice feeling when you can hang out with a guy for 18 million hours and we no fighting, no... Uh, well, we had one fight. Did we? About the blacks. That wasn't a fight. See, I knew you thought that was a fight. You're the one that goes, why are you getting angry? You're yelling. Yeah. I was saying, why are you getting angry? I was talking. It wasn't about black. It was about class. Yes. Yeah. Class We went America. from a bad neighborhood to a good neighborhood, and it got topsy-turvy. What is, there's a class, and then there's a cast. You know, they say the caste system. There's no caste system. There you're is. Thinking of, you're thinking of SNL. No. <laughs> cast with an E. That's cased. What? Cast? There's no cast. Is, John, is there a caste system? In India, not here. In yeah, it's India. In, it's India. And I think Russia. Well, you got to say India or Russia. I don't know. Well, it's cast. still a thing. What do I know? Fuck, I don't know Russian politics. I don't, I'm not saying you do, but I'm saying it's a, it's a term. I see. All right. Well, I'm not uh, familiar. I guess this is that fight we were trying to find. Yeah. Uh, well, right. Caste system. Well, plus, we had another fight we'll get into later. Uh-huh. The uh, open mouth snore. Oh, boy, you really but we're got teasing. Me. We're teasing next <laughs> week's episode. You fell asleep on the bus that time. Yeah, boy, Woo. but yeah, it's crazy. All yeah, right, well, it was a good time. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's freezing out there, and uh, I'm, I'm back in New York for a week and a half, and I love it. Oh, man, I leave. I'm, I'm back for two days, and I leave. Where are you going? But I, I want to get back to this. Oh. You, we went off on the bomby. You look terrific. Oh, You're tan, oh, the beard, it kind of works, and we have nice lights here. You think I should keep it? I think you should keep it that lengthish. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, you gotta get rid of it. I'm just saying. I, I, I look. I feel like I look in the mirror. and I'm like, ah, what a scummy fucking douche. Well, we both have five o'clock shadows. We don't yeah. want to be the five o'clock shadow boys. True, but I feel like that's the thing in comedy now. Everybody's yeah, well, got a beards, beards, beards is the thing. Five o'clock shadow, you know. But I was doing it years ago because oh, yeah. of the bad teeth and the no jaw. Right, it's got right. Nothing to do with being cool. It's yeah, about being a uh, not a freak to look at exactly remember when beards were weird like there was a group called the beards because it was like a thing to have a beard oh the beards of comedy now it's a now it's everyone yeah similar to tattoos yes it was cool like what was the carlin line it used to be that like 
you got a tattoo to be one of the tough guys with a tattoo. Now you get a tattoo because you don't want to be one of the uncool people without a tattoo. Right, Something right. along those lines. By the way, the studio is haunted. I don't know if you can hear the fucking chains jingling in the back. The heat is making weird noises. That's always a thing. It's very New York. Ting, tong, Yeah. Ta. I kind of like a haunted feel. I do, too. Give me a little grit. But anyways, yeah, it was fun. We spent a couple days together, and we uh, no fights. We laughed it up. We yucked. We, Boy, uh, we, we cried. We had couple, some good laughs. I had a couple of boners I hid from you. I farted quite a bit. Yeah, you did. You had some rotten farts, and I don't think of you as a rotten asshole kind of guy, it, but one night... It's like Christmas. Once a year, I'll just rip out some real doozies. You know what I think it was? You were on the road with me, so you are eating all my food. Ah, we are at McDonald's. We are getting snacks. Interesting. Yeah, maybe a soda. You blew me that one time. Right, but yeah. You had a couple of room clearers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to leave a, a situation. You know, you're doing the buys for 20 minutes, and you go, look, I farted. We have to leave. <laughs> You can't argue with it, you know? That's a balmy fart. Oh, that was balmy. All right. Well, let's get into some business here. Please! Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to catch up on, and we're uh, doing one of the things. And well, let's talk about, well, I guess that's all the road trip we got to get to. We're going to get to that in the next episode. Yeah, We yeah. listened to an episode of our podcast together. Yeah. And I got to say, we loved it. Oh, my God. Well, I was, you know, I was freaking out the first five minutes, like, oh, this is awkward. I'm in the car with Joe. We're listening to each other. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a little uncomfortable. But then three minutes in, I am dying. We're slapping our knees. We were punching each other in the face the whole ride. I was crying. We almost drove off the road. What an Goopy Webb is a classic. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a classic episode. Shout out to uh, old Scotland Green. Follow Great. him at Scotland Green. Great job, Twitter. Scotland. Yeah. Good stuff. Man, we were... I mean, we it was more howling. us. We were kind of carrying it, sure, but, uh, but whatever. He, he was the bass. Yeah, he was there. We were adding spices. Balmy bass. Yeah. Boom. So anyways, I want to talk about St. Louis. I was in St. Louis way back when. But uh, oh, yes. before I get to that, i got to tell this story. I went to Sarah, my, my girlfriend, lovely girlfriend. I stay at her apartment every single night. We basically live together. It's exciting. Two blocks apart. Uh, her, her landlord, for some reason, added a second door. Mm. Not a screen door, but like a, a second steel door mm -hmm. with two locks on it. We live in Astoria, Queens, which, if you're not familiar, is like, uh, I mean, I can leave my door open all the time with a welcome mat. It's saying, Old Town, New York. Yeah, you don't have to lock the doors. She now has two deadbolt doors. There's four locks to get into her house. Uh-huh. At eight degrees. Uh, <laughs> that God, sounded yeah. like Ferris Bueller. Remember, they had yeah, the synthesizer it did. keyboard thing? Uh, <laughs> anyways, that's the I, hardest I've ever laughed in my life when he goes, uh-oh, and he goes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that movie uh, shaped my whole persona as a child. Yeah, it changed my uh, whole life. Yeah. My whole, I'm still desperately trying to be Ferris Bueller. Right, right. I end up usually being more like Cameron Fry. Weird line. He goes, uh, what's, well, what's, what's going to happen to Ferris? He's going to be a fry cook on Venus. Very weird line. What the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. We should Google that. Maybe at Venus. Oh, maybe Venus is a hot Chicago. I think it's haunt. like a Chicago Greek joint. Ah, but it's I don't a, it know. is a weird spot for that line. It yeah, never made sense. You're like, what's he gonna say? This is, it's a big moment. Like, what are you gonna be? Blah blah blah. What are you gonna be? What's Ferris gonna be? And you're right. like, here it comes, and then that. Yeah, it's very confusing. Maybe we'll Google. It's kind of like in the Breakfast Club where Judd Nelson is in, is in the uh, he's in the air ducts. Yeah, and then he's telling that joke about the blonde woman, mm -hmm. and then he falls through. You're like, can I get the punch? Right. That's some sort of weird thing. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. But uh, oh, what was I going to say about Ferris? Oh, how about in Ferris Bueller, the twist and shout scene, which is my go-to karaoke. Yes. When uh, What's her name? Celie? Whatever the fuck. Mia Sarah. Yes. Whew. When she does the hair flip, oh. it's the hottest thing that's ever been done ever in the history of life. Well, I'm going to disagree with that, but I like it. I've rewound and watched so many times. I'm sticking with it. I've seen porns. It does nothing for me. That hair flip... 
I want to uh, suck my own dick every time I see it. I do love that hair whip. It's a great, and she looks right at the camera too. It's yeah, and the hair's all out of place, and it's yeah. a whip thing. I, that's all I want people to do. Rita Hayworth's hair whip's got nothing on that one. I remember thinking he was hot. He was dancing with like the the St. Pauli girls on the float. Mm-hmm. I thought that was hot because oh. they were like humping him and stuff. Certainly, any situation. How about Back to the Future? And when he's playing Johnny Be Good, and they flip the girl upside down, and her legs are spread oh. in the air. I was eight. I still look back at that moment, and uh, I want to touch my eight-year-old dick. Yeah, I want to touch an eight-year-old dicks too. But it's funny how back when you're a kid, you appreciate every tiny little sexual thing. Like now, you're like, hey, hey, hey I've seen dogs licking women's oh. vaginas. But like back then, it was like, ah, oh, it was like you're a homeless kid, and somebody handed you like an apple core. Uh huh. You know, it's like it meant so much. See that? I see. That's why I don't watch. I don't want that much porn. So I feel the same way now. Uh huh. I see a girl switch legs, and I see a little. The little triangle there, the vagina underwear. Oh, boy. I lose my shit for like three weeks. I call my mother and tell her I love her. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, you know what? I was thinking about this. Me and Sam were talking about how we're, we're trying to cut back on porn. Mm-hmm. And you've never had a boner problem. No. no I think it's because you're, you're looking at no porn. I have two boners right now. Two? One's in my bag. Ah. Can uh, I have it? Uh, sure. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a big porn guy and I, I'm not a boner problem guy. I was hanging out in, in funny in St. Louis with a funny comic. I won't say his name because maybe he's weird about it. I'll say his name later and then you can decry, decree? Decree. Decree. You know what you're talking about there, yeah. Decree. It's a city in Greece. Okay. He'll decree that, uh, you can decree who it was, but he was saying he watches so much porn he couldn't get boners for a while. Aha! Uh-huh. Which is very bizarre to me. Yeah, because it comes too easy. Your, your, your chemicals are off. Your senses, your rods and cones are all screwed up. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I don't have that problem. I, I see a tit. But I, I'm getting less boners now because I think I'm getting older. You're getting older. I'm in my 30s, you know. Right. Yeah, my old boners used to point over my shoulder. Oh, yeah. And now they're just pointing straight out. They're pointing to Mecca, I think. Yes. And now it's like, now it's a 90 degree, but it used to be like my, a flag. My boners would tit. Point to Becca, my ah, ex-girlfriend. There you go. Becca, Becca. All right. Cut that line out, too. Uh, a fine line. She doesn't listen. Fine line. Fine, fine line between yeah. good and bad comedy. Oh, jeez. That hurt my feelings. I'm joking. All right. Well. Becca, cut it all out. Got to make a note. <laughs> Squeezed and pulled and hurt my neck. Anyway, so oh, I got to get keys made. That's what I wanted to talk uh-huh, about. The keys. Because uh, Sarah's like, we can't have a key. And if, if I'm, I give it to her, I'm like, you got to make a copy of this. She may not, you know, it takes a while. So I, I took the key, I go to make a copy, and uh, Matt, we talked about this a little bit. Matt Wayne said he had a premise about a key, you get a key made, it still co- it costs a dollar, bucko nine. Right. And it's a key to all your, uh, this is Matt Wayne's point, it's a key to all of your possessions costs one dollar. It's very interesting. It's never gone up. A, a key to your home with everything in it, your girlfriend, your wife, right. your kids, a It's buck. true. You want to buy beer, you got to show an ID. Yes. You can make a key of anyone's home. No they just, questions. They give it right to you. So I go to get the key made at the dollar store in Astoria, and it's a Chinese guy. I know they, uh, the Asians took a beating on the last couple two episodes ago, but I'm getting right back in there. Oh, boy. Uh, we're staying on the Asians. Here it comes. So the guy's he's a Chinese guy. Asian, not Asians. But uh-huh. uh, this guy, this one Asian guy, he's Chinese, sure. and I'm going to try to do his accent, and you're all going to hate me, and I'll probably get some hate mail. I can't wait. Phones are already lighting up. Yeah. yeah. But I go, i got to get a copy of this key, and he's like, oh, okay. And <laughs> not bad, not bad. <laughs> so I give him the key. He put, he's looking because they got to find a similar key. There's a bunch uh-huh. of key types. That's yes. how they do it. Uh-huh. And then they they change that. They need the key that they change the least because mm-hmm. they're all similar cuts. Yes, similar to you know people. Right. You know, a similar cut. You know, you and I have similar penises. I think. Eh. Yeah, mine's got the thumbprint. Yours is thumb- dark. I have a birthmark on the crown. Oh. 
Yeah, it wears a crown. Oh, and I heard that uh, yours is not uh, up to snuff. Oh, seriously? I only heard... Oh, my God. Is that out there? <laughs> I only heard it from you. Oh, God. You scared. I thought there was a blog or something going around. <laughs> I'm sure there's a blog somewhere. That's true. You but... fucked 9,000 women in three weeks. Oh, boy. All oh, right. Man, I got to do some dick push-ups. <laughs> Those, I had that dick pump. I got to go back to Beacon Hotel and get it. Can I have it? If they have, is it still there? If it's in the lost and found, maybe. Let's hope no one used it. Uh, well, I used it twice, but uh, ah, that's how I got to be it, the man I am. I was going to say, is a dishwasher safe? But I don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> I need a thumbprint removal for the penis. That's what I need. I think we could sand that down. <laughs> oh, boy. So anyways, I go to the key guy, and I go, I need this key. He's searching for a match, and there's yeah. none on this little board. So he pulls out a box. You ready for this? Yes, hit me. Spills the box oh. and drops the key into the box of keys. Oh, my God. Classic comedy. I'm trying to get a key made. The guy drops my key into a fucking box wow. of 72 keys. Jesus. It was like the toothpicks in Rain Man. Yeah. And so he's looking for the key, and he's like, uh, which key yours? And I'm oh. like, I don't know what my key looks like. Don't I got put, it yesterday. Don't put it on me, dick. Yeah, it's not my baby. How do I know what a key? I know the ridge. Right, right. What am I, crazy? Exactly. Uh, so he's looking through, he's like, oh, you don't know what key yours? And I'm like, I have no idea, dude. You just dropped my, you're the key guy. Yeah. You're the key master. Yes. I'm not a key guy. I'm Gozer. You're the key master. Who's Gozer? That's from uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, right. I Overrated film, I think. What? Murray's the only funny character in the movie. But it's a it's a fun romp. It's fun. It's, it's, it's popcorn. A romp. It's popcorn. I know, but I think it's overrated. Oh, I love it. It's just it. not as funny. Like people put it with Caddyshack, and I'm like, no. he's not even in the same fucking ball game. It's a sci-fi with comedy in it. Oh, okay. Well, I hate sci-fi. Yeah, but it's a, it's an urban sci-fi, which I, has a nice twist. Well. I don't like that either. All right, well. It's fine. I like the movie, but I think Murray is funny and everyone else lacks. Oh, man. Tell him about the Twinkie. I think Egon's got some lines. There's uh, some stuff. It was great when we were kids. I just didn't think it holds up as much. All right, but well. compare it to Caddyshack, which holds up and it's like well, numero uno. Caddyshack's great. I mean, that's just a better comedy. There's no doubt about it. Stripes is better than Ghostbusters, although that second half <laughs> well, is the, pretty rough. Yeah, the first half. Yeah. Isn't it funny that it's unanimous that the second half of Stripes sucks? Not yeah. one person makes an argument for it. No. Everyone says the same thing. Well, it's just cut and dry. It sucks. You can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't fight it. But like I, I just think Ghostbusters is put up there with these classic comedies, and I just don't, uh, I no, don't see it that way. No, it's just a good movie. I think it's just a good movie. It's fun. All right. But anyway, so he dropped the key, and then he pulls him up. So he makes four keys. Like he think he's like I think it's one of these ones or whatever. So he makes copies of four keys, and he hands me eight keys. Wow. So I, now I just have a pile of keys, and I put two in this pocket, two in that pocket, because I got to go through and try each sure, one. Sure, sure. Because there's two copies of four different keys. So he's like, uh, I no charge. I no charge for one. I charge for one. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. You charge for one. Yeah. You're not charging me for these other five keys that I don't need. Yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, and I'm like, why would that be insane if you charge me for keys? They're, they're keys to nothing. Right. So anyways, I had eight I keys, and I had to go back to the house. I went through one. That's not it. I went through another one. That's not it. Third try, I got it. Oh, wow. So now I have six Keys to nothing in my house. Well, you got to, like, throw them in the river or something. Yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll keep them in case, I don't know, in case I want to put something in my butt someday. I guess. Yeah, after a while, you get bored sexually, you got to stick things in your butt. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I'm not there yet, but uh, I got a bunch of keys ready for it. I had a, uh, I was, oh, this is a horrific story, but I was, had a real ass-wiping thing for a while. Uh, How so? Like, I was just real paranoid about my ass being clean, ah. so I was just wiping a lot, mm -hmm. and I got... 
you know, some some chafing back there. Of course, I'm all chafe. There you go. And uh, so then I would go into the shower after and really soap it up. And, oh, boy. But around the butthole is a lot of nerve endings and a lot of feel-goods. Oh, yeah. So I kind of got into this habit of soaping up my asshole too much. Ooh. And I wasn't going, I wasn't penetrating, but I was, it kind of got to a, like a, a problem where I was like spending 20 minutes down there just ivory soaping all day long. Wow. And then I had to like talk to myself and look in the mirror and cut back and go to a psychiatrist. Now, but what do you I'm do? You, you jam a bar of soap in there between the cheeks? Yeah, and just, you know, give it a nice back and forth. Well, I'll tell you, buddy, I'm going to make you feel better. I've been doing a similar thing. Oh. Because I have all these smoothies and the spinach and I get stressed, so sometimes I have a mushy dump. And uh, it's title. Mushy Dump. That was a great comic in the 50s. This is going to be an 11-minute episode. We're going to have to cut all this. But, uh, no. This is gold. Mushy Dump. Mushy Dump is I killer. Was, I think it was a band leader as well. <laughs> but your wife, and uh, we got to get these bodegas. What are they called? Not bodega. The uh, the thing that shoots the jizz in your Bidet. Ass. Bidet. Yeah. We got to get these bidets over here in the states because yeah. it's a topsy turvy system where you're wiping just wiping shit across your ass with dry paper and it's, <laughs> it's scratching my ass up. Yeah. I mean, I, I got chafe. I, and then I have the the blood spots inside the oh, ship. Oh, I've there. had that. I've had that. Yeah, I get it all the time. I can't, Is that right? I can't write the ship. Oh my god! Because I feel like, uh, it's the worst feeling. You see that pa- red on the paper? Woo! No good. Someone has the joke. I forget whose joke it is, but Sarah always quotes it. Sometimes you, you take a shit and you wipe. It's like you have a, a brown magic marker in there. It just keeps. Uh, oh, it never yeah. stops. Right. Until it runs out of ink. I don't know whose joke that is, but That's I'll funny. Google it and email us or tweet us. But it's a great joke. Right. But uh, yeah, I got serious problems. And then you walk so much in New York, it, it all. Chafes up. Yes. And, and then if it's hot out, you're sweating, and that's a whole other ballpark. If I had tidy whities, every pair would just be oh. streaked up and oh, gross. And... Totally, totally. I mean, I used to wear tidy whities, and I think that's why I stopped. Yeah, exactly. You got, you're all stained up. Did I ever tell you my mother called me out one time on it? Oh. She was like, honey, she like sat me down with like, she gave me like a, a snack and was like, we got something we got to talk about. And I was like, I never touched her. And uh, classic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she was like, you got to you gotta wipe your butt better. Oh. She's like, your underwear, they're all. And it was like the worst I've ever felt in my life. I was like, well, I don't uh, know. And what are you, like 28? <laughs> I was probably, uh, I don't know, 16 or so. That old? No, I'm kidding. Oh, oh, boy. I was 11. We both had good ones there. 11. Uh, probably 11, 10, 11, 12. And then another time my dad called me out on putting boogers in the bathroom. Oh! He's like, you gotta stop wiping these books. Cause I would sit, take a shit, and put boogers right on the thing. And that's what having a kid is all about. Yeah. You buy all this stuff, you work your whole life, right. 50 hours a week, you come home, you go to take a shit, you peek over, and there's tons of kid boogers all over, smeared everywhere. I mean, you're, you're dead on. I mean, when I was a kid, I think I've said this before, my bed was against the wall, and I was starting to masturbate. I was just learning about the whole thing. Sure. And I would, didn't know what it was, so I would just shoot it on the wall. Right. So I had this waterfall level, like a cascade of just yeah. icing on my wall. That's weird. That you had a great prostate that you were shooting. Oh, I could shoot, baby. Well, can you still shoot? No. Nah. Yeah, I got prostate problem. I'm a dribble now. Is that, what a, is that prostate? I think that's prostate. No, prostate's urine. I think it's both. I think it's all the dick. Fluids are all prostate related. Is that right? Yeah, that's the prostate thing. If you get in there and touch your prostate, I think you come. Isn't that a thing from the movie? That is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, something. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just scared of reaching up and touching stuff, so I just I just let it dribble out. Yeah, I never uh, dribble. I never reach in anywhere. Uh, one time I came on my own face. You I've done, done that, that before. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> that is exciting. I never got it in the mouth though, or the yeah, eye. No, I saw that coming, and I 
bobbed and weaved. Yeah, you got to bob and weave a little bit. But the girl got a huge. She laughed for an hour and a half. Oh, there was a girl present. Yeah, she was. Her, it was her doing. Uh, I think I'd have to kill her if that happened. It was awkward. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd be sad. I'll, I'll never forget that, Aunt Susan. All right, come on, let's clean it up. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, anyways, I went to St. Louis. St. Louis, funny bone. Woo. What a club. What a town. Hot town. Yeah. Hot fun. Boop. <laughs> God's country. I mean, I didn't really leave uh, the town, the hotel, too much. I was in Westport, and uh, it was one of these ones with a hotel, very nice hotel. They had me at the uh, Sheridan, which Ooh. was beautiful. It was big. Love a Sheridan. Nice gym, 24-hour gym, hot girls working the counter there, you know, uh-huh. which is always a nice, uh, you know, bonus. Yeah. It was one of the ones with the candy down at the lobby. You just take what you want, and the, the girls kept being like, just take it, have it, which uh, is nice. I love that. And uh, great gym, great hotel. There was a Starbucks downstairs, good food. But there was it was eight degrees and there was nowhere to go. There was nothing near there. You couldn't just walk to places. Uh-huh. So I had to keep getting room service, and I was like stuck in that hotel. Wow, room service! I got some room service. Well, they gave me a twenty five dollar voucher. They Ooh. really liked me. These girls. Yeah, yeah. Between you, me, and the lamppost, and the desk, and the microphones, I think I could have had a roll in the hay with one of these. Is days. that right? Well, Saturday night it was Valentine's Day. Ah. And by this point, I had been there for four days, so I had a rapport, a and they rapport. knew I was the comic. I kept walking by and be like, "Lady, boo 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 boo," and I'd stop and chat because I'm bored or whatever. Uh huh. And then it was. Valentine's Day night, and I was like, "Oh, you're working again." And she's like, "Yeah, I get off at midnight." And I was like, "Oh, I was like, you should come to the midnight show. You guys should come down." They're like, "Oh, maybe, yeah." Oh boy! And I feel like if I uh, if I was a single man, I could have been like, "Hey, Valentine's Day, I'm alone. You're alone." Yeah. But uh, sometimes it's just good to know. Like, I don't want to ask. Because then there's still the chance of being like, no, 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 or whatever. And then you got to see her. So it's good to know. I'm like, I think I could. Yes. That's good enough for yes. me. I'm like, right. I bet I could have sex with this girl. My ultimate dream would be to get a girl from the desk to the room. That w- I've tried it like ten times. It never works. Yeah, I never tried it. But uh, this one, I was like, I think that this girl, uh, I think she might. Wow. <laughs> but... Uh... Of yeah. course, you know, I obviously didn't. Right, right. Um, but anyway, so then I went downstairs, midnight show, the boobly-boo, and then came back, and it was a bunch of dudes up there, like, arm-folded, angry. And I was like, ah, I wish those girls were back. They were friendly. Ah. But anyways, I was stuck in the hotel for a few days. Finally, uh, well, I'm telling this all out of order, but Sunday comes, and uh, a friend, Sean O'Brien, uh, Sean O'Brien, I don't know if you know him, great guy, uh-uh. good friends with Greg Warren. He works, he's a comic, he works at uh, St. Louis Funny Bone. He's like, I'll take you out. He's a real nut, this guy. He's spazzy. He's fun. He's wacky. Yeah. He's just a great guy. And he's like, I'll take you out. I'll pick you up. And Phil Hanley, our good buddy, is working the other club. How about that? About a half hour away, which is a bummer because it's three days go by and uh, we have no car. So we yeah. can wait. Like, your good buddy is down the street, but you can't hang. So Isn't that brutal? Close, so, you're, so far. You're both lonely and sad and you can't meet up. It's such yeah. a bummer. So finally, Sunday comes. Sean picks us up. Hanley comes with uh, his opener, and we're all we all meet up. We get in one car. We're gonna go see the town, see St. Louis, go up to the top of the arch, get a lunch. I had him take me to Ferguson. You familiar mm. with Ferguson? The uh, the show or the city? The city. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike Brown, I believe. Oh, Ferguson. oh, hands up. Yes, and uh, Darren Wilson. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, like we go there, and uh, it's like ten minutes away. So I was like, I want to go to Ferguson. Yeah. Which is interesting. People kept saying that was crazy. People are like, well, you went to Ferguson? I've never even been to Ferguson. What, are you, are you going to Ferguson? I'm like, well, I'm 10 minutes away, and it's all anyone talked about or read about or watched yeah. for a month straight. It's a part of history. It's American history. I think it's a go-to. Yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. Like, And then some people were like acting like I'm an asshole. Like, it's, it's not a tourist attraction. I'm like, it's historic. I want to see. I want to yeah. see the town. I want to see go through. And uh, I was glad I went because uh, Ferguson... 
not as bad of a neighborhood as you think from mm. the media and the uh, the news stuff. It looked like the town I grew up in. Interesting. It's just like a lower middle class town. There's a right. McDonald's and a bank and a lot of stuff is burned out and blown up. But uh. in my mind, I'm imagining like East St. Louis. Right. But it's right. not. It's just like a town. Yeah. Wow. And uh, we drove over to the site, the street there, and there's all these like teddy bears and hats and stuff. There's a little ah. memorial. And so we stopped and I took a moment to, to think about it. And uh, uh-huh. boy, what a tragedy. People boy, shot. I mean, unreal. No matter what your thought is, where he's like, he's a crazy guy, he's attacking the cop, or the cop's a maniac. Very tragic. Oh, of course. It's just a kid shot dead in the fucking street. Yeah, he was young. The whole mom, the the, the parents thing was brutal. It was it was rough. It's crazy. In the middle of the afternoon, it's like five o'clock in the afternoon, I think, and then it's just in a sleepy t- like a, there's a ton of apartments everywhere and stuff. Right, right. Pretty fucking wild. So we went over there, and then all these uh. Uh, gas stations are all blown out, crumbled, and then people are spray painting all over it. You know, peace and fuck you, cops or whatever. <laughs> get out of here, get out of my town, yeah. media. But uh, pretty fascinating. And then it's crazy to think about tanks rolling down there. Yeah, it's weird because when news fades, you forget about it. And then we're driving. I'm like, that's crazy. There was fucking tanks and armies like coming through here. Yeah, right. So very bizarre. But yeah, just a regular small town. Like I would say, a lower middle class town. So, anyways, that was interesting. Then we went out to lunch in uh, the Loop, I think it's called. The Loop. A lot of cities have loops now. Have you noticed that? What's a loop? It's just what they call it, the Loop. I didn't know that. Like Chicago has a loop, the uh-huh. inner loop. Oh, the inner loop. And then St. Louis has a loop. Uh-huh. And uh, there's loops. Okay. I like a loophole. Oh, love a loophole. Good times. I never realized it was a loop hole. Yes. I thought it was a loophole. Is that right? Yeah, I'm Loophole. So anyways. That sounds like a like a dictator. Loophole. A loophole sounds like a thing you wipe too much and it starts to bleed. <laughs> but anyway, so we go down, we have lunch at uh, Chuck Berry's place. What's it called? It's called uh, something. It's like a Chuck Berry owns Chuck it. Chuck Berry. Yeah, he's a guitar player. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, his big... Johnny B. Goods. No. <laughs> ah, damn it. Maybellines. Uh-huh. Um, Back to the Future. O'Carroll's. Yeah. All right. But anyway, I can't remember the name of the place. Marvin Berry's. But we go there, we have lunch, it's like a great lunch, a lot of, you know, chicks, it's crazy, it's packed, it's fun, we meet up with some other comics, good lunch, then we go out, we are like, we get in the car, we're like, alright, we're going to see that arch, I'm like, I'm going to the top, baby, I can't wait, I've never been to downtown St. Louis, we're driving, I see the arch, it's like appearing over the horizon, I'm like, yeah. there she blows, you know, I like to go see the tourist stuff when I'm in these towns. Now, is, is it a full car, or is it just you? It's me and uh, Sean O'Brien and this other guy, Nathan Orton. Uh-huh. Not to be confused with Nathan Horton, the hockey player. Uh-huh. And uh, he's a comedian, very funny guy, Nathan Horton. I hope I'm saying his name right. He's in the back seat. We're yeah. driving up there, and Hanley is with another guy in a different car. Uh-huh. And so we, here we go. Arch, I can't wait to get to the top, see the stuff. I haven't left my hotel in three days. We get there. Sean O'Brien, he's, he lives there, so he knows what he's doing. We go to park. We pull into a garage. It's all crazy. It's like a crazy garage. It looks like a, a chop shop. You know, it's like all mm. nasty looking. There's thugs walking around. And yeah. The cars are all parked backwards. He's like, I don't like this. And I'm like, I don't like it either. I'm sorry. I pointed this parking lot out. We get the hell out of there. We go to another parking lot. It's full. We go to another parking lot. We're like, finally, we're here. We get out. We try to walk to the arch. All this construction happening in downtown St. Louis. You can't get to it. We run uh. into the chain link fence. Barbed wire fence. It's eight degrees. We got like an hour before we got to get back to shower. Ah. So we're like, this is crazy. I'm like, maybe we hop the fence. I'm like, I think I see a, you know, when you're like, I think I see, I think I see how you can get through. Yeah. And you keep going. There's another fence. It was like ah, labyrinth. Jesus. It was horrible. So then we go up the train. I'm like, maybe we can cross the train tracks. We get up there and there's a conductor dude, like a security guy. And he's like, looking for the arch, eh, boys? Uh, boy. He's one of these guys you can tell. He know he has some information, so yes. he thinks that he's an authority ah, figure. I hate these guys. Or he's smart or something. 
looking for the, uh, all right, Che boys. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you can't get there this way. A lot of people think. He's basically just calling us dumb. He's like, everyone yeah. seems to think you can go this way all day. People are coming up here thinking they can go this way. He's like an SNL character. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, you fuck. I fucked up. I hate this guy. I hate you. I want to kill him. White guy, by the way. So I then, can tell. Uh, yeah. So then he's like, what you want to do, you got to go down. And he tells us directions. And if, after he tells us the directions, he keeps going, uh, but uh, boy, it's going to get cold tomorrow. Big snowstorm. As we're walking away, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got to keep being like. Gonna start around noon and go to five, about eight <laughs> inches, and it's like, I, I know you're lonely, but yeah. just call a friend or right. get on eBay or Match.com or whatever. And how about this? <clears throat> you want to talk to somebody, how about you be more positive? How about you, you try to be chummy? Yes. Everything is so negative. It's all negative. Yeah, and I had a flight the next day, so I was paranoid about the snow. He's like, yeah, it's going to be a humdinger. Nine inches. Don't make any plans to fly home to your girlfriend, you faggot. Right. And, you know, it just was horrible. Anyways. Your ex sucks. That tag's weak. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Small dick with a thumbprint. Right, right. So anyways, we try to go his way, but it's way too far. So Sean's like, I got an idea. He gets in the car. We drive back around. Same thing. Just we can't get there because there's all this construction. So finally we pull. I'm like, just drive right up to the fucking arch. So we drive up there. There's a big church. Huge parking lot. Empty. Right next to the arch. Ah. So this old man comes up. He goes, can I help you, boys? And we're like, yeah, we, we got to go to the arch. He's like, sorry, parking lot's for church only. Ooh. And we're like, church only? It's four in the afternoon. You have 300 parking spaces. He's like, we got a big thing happening here. It was very annoying. I was in the passenger seat. Sean's in the driver's seat. Sean's the one talking to him, yet he's making eye contact with me. Yeah. Very annoying. Odd. And I'm like, why are you looking at me? And he's a God guy, so I feel like he's trying to take my soul sure. or whatever, or give me a soul, whichever one. Uh-huh. And he's like, yep, it's church parking only. What you want to do, you want to go back down this way? And he points us directions to where we were. To the douche. And we're like, well, there's all this construction. He's like, I know, it's a long walk today. And finally, <sighs> you ever have this thing where I'm just like... Fuck it. I hate the fucking arch. Yeah. I don't want to go to the arch. It's dumb. I'll go to McDonald's and look at those arches. I hate this place. Yeah. And Sean's like, no, no, I got to get you up there. That's, that's all you've wanted to do. And I'm like, I don't even care. I've changed my whole... I don't, right. I, get, I don't give a shit. I can see it. It sucks. It's dumb. Who needs an arch? Yeah. Fuck arches. Fuck McDonald's. Fuck these guys. They have so long... They have no power. This is the only power they can wield. Is that... Ah, you want the arch? You want something? You can't get it. Fuck you. Plus, I'm like, we're going to be a half hour. Just let us park in your dumb church parking lot. Yeah. We'll go up to the top. We'll leave. We'll say an amen, a Hail Mary, and suck each other's dicks and right. leave. And how about how about the, the open-mindedness and the God and all that? How about you go, I have something you want. Here you go. Yeah. Isn't that religion? Share. It's God Share. is watching. God yeah. damn it. I came all the way from fucking Queens to see this dumb arch. Right. You're not the God of the parking lot. I've been masturbating in a hotel the Titanic for three weeks straight. Right. Yeah, uh, that's because of him. You're sinning because of him. Yeah. How about this? Uh, I'm selling CDs after one of the shows. Packed shows, by the way. Saturday night, Valentine's Day. Sold out. We did three shows. A 7.30, a 10, and a midnight Sold out the first two shows. I mean, I didn't sell out, but it was sold out. 300 people packed to the That's gills. Great. Well, if you can't get to the arch, yeah. you got to go to this. You know what's crazy about the thing about headlining? When you're middling and you want to do a meet and greet after or try to sell CDs, you have 45 minutes to come down after the set, Yeah, have a beer, masturbate, put your thumb in your ass, whatever it is you got to do, a couple cartwheels, and then you meet the people and 45 minutes have passed. When you're headlining... You're doing 45 minutes, 50 minutes, you're dancing up there, you're trying to get the laughs, and then you walk right off, and immediately people are, you're meeting people. Yeah, it's a lot. And they go, that was fun, that was silly, you're gay, whatever. Uh-huh. So anyways, 
selling CDs, this woman comes up and she goes, uh, this girl, she's hammered, pretty hot chick, mm. hammered, and she's like, uh, can I, uh, she's like, I want to buy a CD, but I want to stuff the money down your pants. Nice. And I was like, well, I'm not really comfortable with that, you got to boyfriend here she goes that's my brother and i go well stuff away yeah yeah right and she took a bunch of ones and, and crammed them in my pants wow and uh not as hot as you'd think well are we touching any genital area no no it was okay. just like a, a violent stuff and i think it was one of these like how do you like it uh, maybe she's a stripper or something interesting but uh i was like all right i guess you can stuff and uh, it wasn't even near the penal area it was like on the hip <laughs> and it was like in the underwear. It was like all crumpled. It really hurt. Money hurts. It hurts. It's crumply and paper. Yeah. And I tell you, I feel bad for these these ladies out there dancing for a living. I that guess money so. thing. It's very degrading. I guess so. Yeah. She, but I'm like, and I got mad. I was like, you want to stuff money down my pants? Fuck you, you damn yeah. cunt. And then I was like thinking about all the times in my youth when I would drive from Boston to Montreal just to stuff money in a woman's panties. Yeah, but I feel like I my technique is I I wave the dollar, uh-huh. which is not very yeah, not very helpful. Yeah. And then she walks over and she lifts out the the strap. She pulls the strap and I I slide the dollar in. and She snaps it. Ooh, well I had no snapping ability. I'm wearing not. jeans and a belt. You should be performing in sweatpants. Maybe I will, or uh, those yoga pants. Ooh. Imagine me in yoga pants. I could see you in a Lululemon. Did you know that guy's racist? Do you Who? know about that guy? Lulu? The owner. No, he's not Lulu. The owner has all these racist, prejudiced tweets, and it's called Lululemon because he was fascinated to hear Asians try to say Lululemon. Get out of here. That's the origin of the name of the company. What? Ruru Remen. No way. Look it up. Google. We got to have him on. Phones are lighting up. He's famous for being like all these uh, insensitive remarks about women and women are cunts and they're wow. dumb. And, yeah, yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, he's uh, you and him would get along, buddy. Hey, what are you saying? I'm joking. Jeez, I'm you're kidding. The one cutting down the Asians with you the know, keys. I'm kidding. I'm joking everybody. We're all this is all jokes. Oh boy. Mark loves ladies. What's with your cans? I hate when you wear your cans like that. It's so loud. I can't tell him to turn it down eight times. Am I too loud? Am I gay? No, it's not you. It's just it's me. Am I the worst? Can I go down a little? Sorry, my cans are on my nose right now. <laughs> it's like a clown. I don't want to it's too it goes right in the ear canal. It burns. You look like Leia. <laughs> I'll take it. So anyway, she stuffs the money down my pants. That was something. And then uh, I worked with this guy named uh, Kevin Patterson, who was just a great guy and a really funny comic. One of those guys, I'm like, I want to work with that guy anytime I'm in the Midwest. Yeah. Super nice guy. Uh, but he sells these uh, bracelets. His, his wife is a teacher. And so he, he sells these bracelets to say, I support teachers. Mm -hmm. And he gives a portion to the uh, this teacher fund. Oh, that's nice. Which I'm fine with, you know. So he does that, and he's like, do you mind if I sell? And I'm like, of course not. you got to make a living, and you're doing some charity stuff here, so that's great. So I don't mind, obviously, and he's just a great guy and a great comic, too. So then the, this woman walks in to be drunk, and she's like, you're supporting teachers? You give I don't know why I'm giving her a Boston accent. That's the only accent I can do. Right. She's like, you're supporting teachers. You, this is great. Here's, I want to take three of them. I'll buy three bracelets. Good for you. You're a hero. Then she turns to me, and she's like, what are you giving yours to? What's your charity? Oh, boy. And I go, what? I mean, I don't have a charity. I'm selling CDs. These are my CDs. This is my album. It's my work, my art. Yes. And she's like, well, why aren't you giving it to charity? I don't understand. You're giving it to charity. He's giving it to charity. Why can't you give it to charity? I'm like, I don't want to poo-poo him, but I'm like, I'm trying to make a living here. Yeah. I, don't have, I don't have a wife that works. I got right. nothing. I'm, I'm, this is my money. Your charity. The yeah. charity is you. I'm like, I, I need money. I'm, yeah. I'm hungry. This right. is my job. It's like going to... You'll work wherever you work, you dumb slut, and going, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. How much, why are you, are you, what charity are you giving your check to? Exactly. So then I'm like, I'm not giving it to. And then she started to get like kind of shitty to me. Jeez. And she's like, well, I don't think it's, I don't think you should be doing that. And then 
She falls right through the table. Ah, good for her. Karma. I love it. That's that god at the parking lot. Right through the, like a, like a Foley? Like a, a, like a, Dave Foley? No, 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 Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah, no, not like a Farley, but like she started like lose her balance and slipped on the table. And it was like a, where the table goes across. Ah, it's hilarious. Like CDs get knocked over and like, that's right. Yeah. I'm going to give it to a charity for fucking drunks that yeah. can't stand stuff and, uh, in public. But Matt Foley, who's who I was thinking. Oh, yeah, Matt Foley. Matt Foley. Uh-huh. Yeah, wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. Fell through a table. It was great, but uh, I really hated her. Yeah, I hate her, too. I hate everybody in this town, apparently, except for the comics. Well, the one woman, second show, Saturday night, Valentine's Day. This was insane. Drunkest woman I've ever seen in public. Ever Drunkest person, either gender. Oh, yeah? And you've seen me. Yes, I've seen me. Well, right. sort of. This woman sitting front row center, seat 1A. Yeah. And it's a low stage. She's got her legs across the table, and she's, like, sitting back in her, like, leaning back. Wow. She's literally laying down. She looks like Roseanne, but oh. uglier. Oh, boy. And uh, looks all beat up, bitter beer face type. Yes. And uh, all craggly and crinkly. Uh-huh. And then her friend has, like a, is a woman with a big woman, husky woman with a Harley Davidson leather coat. Uh. I don't trust a woman. I don't trust a man either. In a leather Harley Davidson no. coat. Boy, we got a couple of ballerinas here. These Harley people, you know, drive a Harley, but if you're wearing a leather Harley coat, I'm terrified of you. I'm with you. I'm not, uh, I'm nerv- very nervous. Yes. And then there was some guys that look like ghouls. They're probably all in their 40s or 50s just drinking meth maniacs. Yeah, yeah. Front row center. Just like, wow, you gotta look at these faces. Yes. This is where we need uh, some stereotyping. What's it called? Uh, when you look at somebody and you go, this guy's a terrorist. Oh, profile. Pro- we need some profiling. Look at these monsters. Yeah. Don't put them in the front row. Yeah. They look like a gaggle. White people, by the way. They look like a crazy gaggle of fucking the scary Muppets. Yeah. The bad Muppets or whatever. Anyway, so they're up there and I'm like, well, this is going to be a problem. I walk up and the woman thumbs up the whole show like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. The whole oh show she's God. going, woo! Wow! And waving her thumb around, her arms in the air. Thumbs up. Legs on the thing. A thumbs up. Classic 80s. Yeah. And so uh, she just keeps going, woo! Then she's reaching and touching my feet. Oh, my God. She's like slapping my sneakers, this drunk, crazy woman. But here's the thing. Everyone's like, people, all the comics are like, did you kick her out? Did you throw her out? But I'm not a snapper, first of uh-huh. all, on stage. You're more of a flounder. Then she's uh, finding an emo. So then she's all, you know... She's right in the front, so if you yeah. kick them out, it's a whole ordeal. It's gonna fuck up the whole show. Sure, and it's a whole. And also the one thing, and I try to be a you know a nice guy and uh, lenient or whatever the hell you call. It. They were actually kind of enjoying themselves. Sure, yeah. Like they weren't like fuck you, you fucking faggot, make us laugh. Yeah, ah! they were just having fun, but just too drunk to be in public. Yeah, especially this one woman. So I just kept shitting on her. I was like, "What time did you guys start drinking?" The whole table goes two. Wow. But they had an answer ready, so they've been drinking for eight hours. Yeah. It was also Mardi Gras, which is the second biggest Mardi Gras celebration is in St. Louis. Is that right? Did you know that? I had no idea. Interesting. I didn't even know there was a second I Mardi didn't either. Gras. I didn't know they knew what it was. Yeah, but it's a big uh, French town as well, huh. and a jazz town as well. Whoa. Miles Davis. That's right. Uh, so anyways. Plus, if you kick these yokels out, they're guaranteed to make a scene. Yeah, it'll be a scene, so I just let them stay, but I, it was real work. The whole show, I had to, like, after every joke, I had to look down, and a few times I'd be like, I know you guys are having fun, but you got to... Take it easy here. Yeah. And then at one point, I heard one of the guys say that the woman was like, you got quiet, quiet. And I heard the guy go, I'm not afraid of this guy. Oh, and that's shit. That's a terrifying thing to hear. Yeah. The whole thing, time and thing, that's the other reason you don't want to snap. Cause it's right. Like, there's like one door guy who's like a, he's a comic, you know? Yeah, right. He's trying to get into the club by working at the door. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm like, this guy could have a gun on him. It's fucking, it's the middle of the country, which is, you know, the guns out there. It could be a biker dude. And it's a biker guy. I'm like, these guys could kill me. Oh, yeah. That's the thing with some of these comics that snap. I think they don't understand that, like, you're in danger. Yes. Like, who's to say this guy can't just fucking shoot you or stab you or fucking wait in the parking lot? Yeah, and that's such an ignorant animal thinking, like, He's on stage. He's the alpha. Fuck him. I'll fuck him up. Right, right. And I hate those guys who think that. Yeah, so it was it's scary, but I got through it. It ended up being like a great show, but the rest of the crowd was killer. You ever have that where the whole crowd is amazing? Of course. Every joke is crushing, and there's just one woman like, ah, woo, ah, and like swinging at my legs. Oh, yeah, God. And, and then after the show, they came out, and she was so blind. She couldn't even fucking see anything. She was like literally still, they had to carry her like two people. Yeah. Like at the end of a football game, like, like. Dante Culpepper. Anyway, so then uh, the woman, other woman walks, the Harley Davidson woman walks, she goes, that was so great. We had so much fun. She's like, sorry about her. She's such a nut. We've been feeding her drinks all day. She's going through some stuff, but we loved it. Oh, boy. So I felt good that I didn't snap and just kind of got through it and battled through it. I felt like a good person. But like every audience member came by and was like, we're sorry about that lady. That's not a representation of us. That Fuck that lady. Oh, good. And then what's weird is the late show is coming in while these people are coming out. So they're hearing all the uh, things. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of nice. It's nice. The audience coming in is watching people buy CDs and be like, you were amazing, great show. Yeah. So it plants the seed in their head. It's almost a good thing. Totally. They're all going, wow, he must be great. Cause yes. everyone. Lo- so when I come out, they're like, everybody loved this guy. We right. should. You know right. how that mentality works. I do that all the time. It's it's a weird move I do where I, every time I leave a show, like if I go up on first and people are still coming in, I always go, "Woo, what a show!" I pretend like I'm an audience. Member. Oh, that's nice. And I go, "Oh man, they're great in there." And the audience goes, "Oh, here we go. All right." Oh, you're a nice guy. Oh man, I hate those people though. But then you got to admit when they tell you how great you were at the end, you kind of go, "Ah, it was all fine." Fuck right, it, right. Fuck it. And it was fine. It was fun. I, I just it was work. Like I was like my back hurt. I carried my tension in my lower back. I got off yeah. stage and I was like, my I'm physically. I said that on stage one time. Like I am working right now. Oh yeah. This I was like, I feel like I'm doing manual labor, which got to laugh. And it's not just manual. It's manual labor for an hour straight. Right. You can't break. You can never go. Hold. Give me a second. Yeah, you can't yeah, do that yeah. As a yeah. comic. It's uh, it's not easy. And then it, like I said, you, as soon as you're done, you start talking to these maniacs. But, yeah. Um, but it was a great, great weekend, and uh, we did. I think we did H Wednesday, and then Thursday, two Friday, Whew. three Saturday, one Sunday. Wow! Long haul, and then uh, big snowstorm Sunday, and I was so scared I wasn't going to get out of there. Yeah, the flight got delayed a little bit, but we got out. It's amazing that flights can take off in the snow. It's, it's, it's so uh, nice. I love it. I thank God every day for that. Yeah, I was like, oh God, we're going to get stuck because we're driving there. Sean's driving to the airport. Appreciate the ride, Sean. I don't think he listens, but. We're driving there. It's like three inches of snow. No one's plowed, and we're squ- squirming all over the place. And I'm like, I'm never getting out of here. I'm going to get stuck. Yeah. Of course, I was just in North Carolina a couple weeks ago. I got stuck there. So I'm like, it's going to happen again. I'm going to get stuck. And I hate being away from my girl for too long. And nothing worse than getting stuck in a seat. You're like, I did my work. I need to leave. I know. Well, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the hotel. Oh, God. And that's where you're like, you, I'm, I'm very grateful for comedy and be working. And uh, I'm blessed to be working. In this business, to be working anywhere, it's such a, a blessing. But, uh, it is, and you don't want to complain to people that have real jobs and are doing. But I'm like, this is not an easy job. You know what I mean? You try not to complain no, to people, no, but you're like, no. man, you can't leave a hotel for five days. It's isolating, and then the drunks, and then you got to be happy. Hey, woo! Yeah, and you got to kill, and you you have to hone a set, and then have new stuff for the next year. I mean, yeah. it's tough. And by God, those checks! When those checks come, people have no idea. Oh. And I gotta. Sp- Spread the word out there. I mean, when you're at a show and those checks come, the jokes have not gotten less funny. Right. Nobody's paying attention. Right, yeah. The whole crowd just goes. Yeah, you're oh, just yeah. murdering for 25, 30 minutes, and you're on your best joke, and it just goes whoop. 
Yep. And then you're like, oh, well, everyone thinks they stink now because they're I all know. getting their checks. It's brutal. we got to end these check spots at I the club. I hate them. And they're unnecessary. We figured out a way to get around it. Right. City clubs, it's one thing, but the these headlining road rooms, it's insane. Brutal. And it's like, uh, just drop them at the end. I know. But maybe you can't. I don't know. Who am I to say? But, well, or at uh, least do sections. Section the checks. Yes. You know? For sure. That's why I like these alt rooms. That's why we want to put together these Tuesdays with Stories shows, folks. Yeah. We'll talk about some of those in the next episode. But uh, if you're out there, whatever town you're in, if you're listening, fucking get to share the bar show. Get us out there. Get yeah. together with some friends and we'll come to your town because... That's the wave of the future, baby. Is oh, these, yeah. These uh, kind of alternative rooms. Yes. The Stanhopian style. And we've done a few, and they've gone great. We have a good template. We know what we're doing now. So hook, hit us up, and we'll, uh, yeah. we'll tell you what's what. Hell of a temp. we got bloody assholes and everything. Oh, yeah. What's going on over there, buddy? You got anything you want to share? Well, I, I got like... a lot, but I'm, I'm worried I should save some of it for next week. Well, we'll talk about this weekend's finagles and farts but uh, you got any side notes i mean i might have some more stuff here uh please you go you go i oh, just boy. uh i, I want to save that uh, this is some 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 gems here well i want to talk about this one uh, well let me talk about this we're always right. we, we, we're fascinated with race and we talk about it a lot yes i saw the thing you never want to see oh boy and uh, you hear about it and uh-huh. i think a lot of people particularly white people not you i pointed my pen but not you i'm just swinging my pen around like a dick uh, a lot of people, I think, think it doesn't happen. I'm walking across 3rd Avenue on 23rd with Sarah. Two black guys, just regular-looking black guys. Maybe uh, what, what would be described as, like, thuggier, uh-huh. sideways hat or whatever, loose pants, whatever the fuck. Hip-hop. Hip-hoppy, trying to hail a cab. One cab goes by. Second cab swings right by. Red light comes. Red Cab at the red light with the light on. I'm available. They walk up. We're walking next to these guys. Uh huh. They walk up to the cab. You hear locked doors. Wow. They're fucking banging the window. They're like, "Hey, we want to. We're going uptown." The guy's like, "I'm going uptown. I gotta get uptown." Yeah. Locked doors. Wow. Guy just the cab driver staring straight ahead. Won't even acknowledge. Yeah. The cab denial. Wow. It's happening. It's out there. It's happening. Well, we got to talk to these. Uh, I don't know, Middle Eastern guys. Middle Eastern. They're all Middle Eastern. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much, essentially, so a lot of Africans too. I think. Yeah, that's some Africans. But uh, yeah, you see it; it's crazy. I was like, "That it's that's happening. That's, that's it." Real. Oh, I've hailed a cab for a couple black comics before. Wow! Like, I see him hailing, and I go, "Hold on!" And I run up like a block up, and I get it, and then they get in. Nate and Lewis did it one time. Lewis uh, Gomez, frequent guest, Nate Bargetsy. They would do it because Nate didn't believe him. Nate's like, "You're lying." Fuck you, Lewis. If you don't know him, he's a giant Puerto Rican. And uh, Lewis tried to hail a cab, and uh, two passed him. Uh-huh. He switched spots. Nate came out, and cabs, a bunch of cabs crashed into each other trying to pick up Nate. Interesting. Pretty wild. It's the real deal. But man, locked doors, the whole thing. They wrote down the number, and I was like, I'm a witness. I'll, if you want a thing. And he's like, yeah. nah, nah. He's, the guy was like, this just happens. Wow. It's happening out there. And can you imagine how bad it was 10 years ago? Oh, 20 years ago. 20, 30, even worse. Yeah. 50. 60! Well, we're getting, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting into, uh, wagons and buggies. But we're getting, uh, progress, I guess, because yeah. some people are getting cabs. But apparently not enough. Yeah, pretty wild. These guys can't get three goddamn cabs. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. Whew. I, uh, I, I think cab drivers hate me. Because really? every time I get into a cab, I'm doing six spots a night. So I'm going, all right, buddy, uh, I'm trying to live my dream here. We got to get to the comic strip, 82nd and 2nd, in like three minutes. And he's like, well, I, I don't know about that. Oh, like, we got to do it. Come on. I believe in you. So I'm just patting this guy on the back. I'm like squeezing his shoulders. I'm massaging him. I'm, I'm helping him out. I'm like, take this, take that. And he, I think they all hate me. Oh, wow. That sounds like they would like you. The massage is nice. Well, I'm just trying to like get on their good side because I'm like, make this light, make this light. Turn here, turn here, turn here. You know, right. I'm that guy. Mm. But... uh. 
sometimes it's fun that I'm like, I'll give you a huge tip, and then I just throw money at him and run out. Right. How about this? I had this happen the other day. I was I opened for uh, Jim Brewer at the Stress Factory. Last minute fill in. My uh-huh. buddy Richard Ronovich opens for Brewer. He got like some private gig, and he's like, "Can you do me a solid? Can you do this?" And I was like, "Well, I just headlined that club last year. I feel weird." And he's like, "Come on, man." He's like, "I'll throw you some money." Boo, 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 ba, ba, ba. And I was like, "You know what? It's Brewer. It'll be fun. Maybe I'll have some fans there, which I did." Yeah. And uh, it was packed, sold out, Stress Factory. I go out there, to Jersey. You got to take the uh, the Jersey Transit sure. out there, and uh, it's right by the train. Great club, by the way, New Brunswick, Great New club. Jersey. And uh, so we go there, we do the show, it's packed, Brewer's cool, nice guy, met him, He bull- we bullshit a little bit, funny guy, good sets, you know, you gotta go up cold, which is always tough, you know. Yeah. Pack. But I had a few fans from Bobby's podcast and this podcast, and that, I did Kumia. It's better than going up after Vinny, though. I'd rather go up cold than after Vinny. Yeah. Vinny's the owner. Yeah, he does a lot of time, and he, and he kills. He kills. Yeah. So anyways, he was there fucking with me, he's a real prankster, you know. Yeah. He's like, you gotta do five minutes, totally clean, he goes, they... He's doing a light show. He's like, they turn the lights off, so it's going to be pitch black. We'll have a flashlight on stage. And I like Vinny, but I know he's a ball buster and yeah. kind of a prankster. It's a weird situation. How do you handle this situation when you know someone's going to fuck with you? That's yeah. their thing. And the whole time they're talking, you know that they're fucking with you, but you have to kind of act like, okay. Uh, I hate it. Because you don't want to go, I know what you're doing. You're lying. Like, I know. Right, I, right. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. So it's kind of weird because he's like, all right, so it's going to be pitch black, and then you have a flashlight. There'll be a flashlight on stage. Use the flashlight, but it has to be off. After 10 paces, you have to turn the flashlight off, so it's going to be dark, and hopefully you won't crash into anything, but he's doing a light show. And I'm just standing there, where you're like, and I love Vinny, and I appreciate being there, but I'm like, I've been doing comedy for 15 years. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not really, Get out save this for the new guy that yeah. just came in. T- I'm like, I'm not buying it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Just tell me my time. And it's also a little insulting. Like, you don't think I'm aware of what's going on? I think, I, I, I guess not, but I think he's, I mean, it's fun. He's a fun guy, and it, like, I think he's doing it. Because it's fun for him and it's funny, which it is. But I'm like, all right, can we just get to the? <laughs> I mean, I just no. I'm with it. He did it to me for six. I was there like six different nights, you know, with Schumer, and he did it to me over a couple of years. And one time, a friend of mine came out to a show. Black guy, Chris Lambert, funny guy. I know Chris. Yeah, and he, I was like, you know, I could probably get you on this puppy. And I, he was like, oh, that'd be huge. And I was like, maybe I can get you a guest spot. So we're hanging out, and I go, Vinny, this is Chris. Chris Vinny, and goes, oh yeah, 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 and Vinny elbows me first and he goes watch this and he gives chris like the fish hand like the yeah, dead he hand he loves the fish hand and chris is like oh shit like shaking his hand like nervous yeah and i'm like wait a minute i just introduced you to my friend and you're telling me how you're going to fuck with him mm-hmm. it was a weird dynamic i was like just be nice right that's the way i introduced him right right be nice and uh yeah so then he gave chris 5 but it was just like just help the guy he's nervous he's right, he's, right. he's hanging out here uh, he's a real prankster so anyways, yeah. I do the show, and then the second show, it starts late, and it's because it's packed, and they got to clear the room, they got to get all these people in, and there's the train, you know how it goes, we have the Jersey Transit, there's like an 11.15 train, and then like a 12.40 train. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to get off stage and paid by 11, I got to get that train, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to get home at 2 in the morning, so the show keeps taking forever to start, then I'm on stage, it's one of those things, I'm like, just get me off, light me, as soon as I'm lit, I'm like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So I ended up going a little longer because they didn't lit, light me, and then it's packed, so I couldn't get on stage. I get off, I'm like, I gotta get paid, and then Vinny's like, we gotta have you back, oh, and boy. he's doing his things and whatever. And then the door guy's like, hey, good to meet you, I'm gay, let's kiss, whatever. Right. I'm like, Just, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. So I grab my coat, I grab my bag, and I'm running to the track. I got like three minutes, I run all the way to the train, similar to St. Louis, I get to the stairs, 
It's locked. There's some sort of construction. Ah. They're painting. It's wet paint. I'm like, what the fuck? You gotta be kidding me. And there's this little, uh, like some sort of Middle Eastern girl, like uh-huh. really little. She looked like she was like four seven. Oh wow. And she's like, oh no. She's like, it's it's closed. Like very American though, no accent or anything. Uh-huh. She was like, oh my god. She's like. There's another way. You uh-huh. gotta go this way. And I was like, all right, let's did, go. Did you pick her up and run with her? No, she started running because she was leading. Ah. So I was running, and then I realized once we started running, I'm like, oh, I know where the other entrance uh-huh. is. So I wanted to just blow past her, but I felt like we were a team. Yeah. So I'm like jogging slower than I have to be because uh. I don't want to just blow past her because I feel bad. Interesting. And she's got these little legs. She's just like, and she's a girl, and no offense, ladies, but you just can't run as fast as men in no. general. And I got, because the childbearing hips, I think it is. Maybe that's it. And I got these long strides. So I'm I'm like, come on, you fucking run, baby. Yeah, you whore. Come and I don't on. know her, so I want to pick her up. So I'm just like kind of jogging alongside of her. And I'm like, she's like, I don't know why this is. And we're trying to make small talk while jogging. jeez. Oh, it's really horrible. And then we get to the stairs. And at the stairs, I'm like, this is, I'm, fuck it. I'm just skipping like every two yeah. steps, you know, because I got long limbs. Long limbs Lenore. Uh-huh. That's one of the prostitutes from Forrest Gump. Oh. Cunning Carlisle. Carla. Uh-huh. And long limbs Lenore. Oh, wow. I think I'm open for them. Yeah, they're a hell of an act. They juggle. So anyways, we get up there. I beat her up to the top. She comes like up after. She's probably a little out of shape. Or she was like, she was a little uh, stout. A little dumpy. I don't want to say dumpy. That's insensitive. I don't know her. All right. Well, she gets up there. And uh, so I'm like, whew. I was like, ah, train's not even coming yet. Thanks for showing me the ropes and uh, how to get here. And she's like, no problem. She's like, so... And here, here it comes. Uh-oh. She's like, so where you, what are you doing uh, in town? And I'm like, oh. ah, here we go. And I can tell right away. I'm like, well, now we're partners. Oh, Now no. we're a team. She's like, where are you coming from? And I don't want to say I'm a comic because that's a right. whole rigmarole. So I'm like, oh, I went to the stress factory. And she's like, oh, who was there? And I was like, Jim Brewer. And she's like, oh, cool. She's like, you came all the way from New York for a comedy show? And I was like, here it comes. Yep, yep, yep. I went, came all the way out. I had some friends out here. And she's like, well, where are your friends? And I'm like, what is this? Oh, my God. But we jogged together. Jogging together is big. It's big. When you jog for a train, and I got to say, if she was prettier, I probably would have been like, hey, maybe there's a torrid love affair here. Yeah, yeah. But she was little, and I'm being judgmental. I'm like, I don't want to talk to this girl. Well, you're a human. And even if she was hot, I still would have been like, I don't want to, what am I going to do? Nice, I don't want to talk, talk to this person, yeah, you yeah. know? And so, so then she's like, so what uh, What brings you to, you go to school? Oh, jogging. And she asked me what I do. Oh, my Lord. So I said I was a bartender at 13th Step. And she's like, oh, bartender. Smart, smart. I always go bartender, 13th Step. So I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And she's just watched the chats. And then the train's coming. I'm like, how do I, I get out I, of this? I can't sit next to this woman. It's an hour. So here's what I do. Uh-huh. I can't wait. I let her first. Cause, uh, a, because I'm a gentleman, I would do that anyways. Uh-huh. Like, Ladies first. And then we're walking. And she's, we introduced each other's names. As soon as she sits, I go, nice to meet you. And I went up five seats. Wow. Not too far. Not, not bad. Not to be like, fuck you. Not bad. But just like, hey, nice to meet you, but I'm going to be up here. Right. Luckily, it was an empty train, so we didn't have to team up, but I was so nervous. Good move, buddy. And then when we got to Penn Station, I saw her again. I just gave her a head nod, like a little, yeah. little salute. Did she blow a kiss? Say good morning or whatever. And I don't think they're allowed to in that religion. Ah. She had the garb. She had like, the head garb. Oh, she had the head garb. Like a sheet thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think she's probably a quiet, shy gal trying yeah. to make it in America. Yeah. And thought, hey, I've met this guy, kind of. Yes. He could be my r- arranged husband. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think I, I think I could have. The girl at the hotel and then this girl. I'm like, I think I could have had a couple Boy. rolls in the hay if I... Uh, yeah. If I was so inclined. You got a lot of range over here. But I'm not inclined. No inclined. We, uh, you know, no porn, no uh, no sex with weird strangers on the road. Holy moly. Wow, I got to say that. The 13th step is a good call because uh, girls ask me what I do, and I always say I work at Barnes & Noble. Oh, wow. That's the first thing that pops in. I but don't know why. That's not really a career, though. Well, I want them to get away. 
But maybe it is. Oh, that's that's what you're doing. You're you saying, know, I don't have any money. I work at Barnes & Noble. Exactly. I'm a, I'm a book jockey. But what if she's a uh, a book connoisseur? She starts asking you about Catch-22 and whatnot. Then I say, I, I just read Gone Girl, and I run away. Oh, I loved Gone Girl, the book. Yeah. Do you read it? I loved it. Wow. Uh, did you know Catch-22, the term, is from the book? No. Yeah, that's from the book. How do you He like invented that? the term. Wow, how about that? Speaking of inventing terms, uh, I'll wrap it up on a sad note. How about a little shout-out to Harris Whittles? Ah, jeez. The poor guy. Yeah, yeah. Boy, funny. I've met him a few times. Funny, original, very different kind of funny. Just a smart, cool, great guy. And uh, worth mentioning, big fan of the podcast. Was he? Yes, big fan of the podcast. <sighs> he was uh, friends with Sarah, my girlfriend. They started in Houston, and uh, they did Houston's Funniest Together way back when, 10 years ago. And she actually beat him. And so she kind of has this like career, because he had this great career afterwards. Yeah. So she has this you know, kinship or whatever back in the old days in Houston. And uh, they were texting not long ago, back in December. And it was like 3 in the morning, and uh, they were texting because it was Christmas. They were like, hey, am I going to see you around Christmas time? Mm-hmm. And he was texting about, you know, uh, I don't want to... I won't get too because it's a private conversation, but he was texting about addiction and stuff, and uh, and I was it was one of those things where you're like, who the fuck are you texting at two thirty yeah, in the morning? What's going on here? And she's like, my friend Harris, and I'm like, what? you're texting a man at three in the morning, and she's like, well, it's addiction and all this stuff, and I was like, oh geez, text away, and she was telling me he's a big fan, and he's like, I've listened to the podcast, it's great, wow, that means it's one a of those lot. things, and I never got to meet him, but I was like, he's friends with my girlfriend, and he loves the show, yeah, and uh, with comics, I kind of look at it as like firefighters. I mean, we yes, talked about this. Yes. It's like it's one of our one of our people died, yeah, out there on the road, and uh, did the uh, meltdown the day before, Un- unbelievable. Was on stage, killing, doing jokes, and uh, had an overdose. If you didn't know about this, he's a comic yeah. and writer for Parks and Rec, and yeah, invented the term humble brag, right? He also wrote full episodes of like Eastbound and Down, yeah, yeah, that's amazing, and a good comic and uh, really funny on Twitter. So, Trent, 30 years old. 30, 30. yeah. Death is crazy because he's dead. That's it. Not a thing of like he overdosed and now he's, you know, half retarded or whatever. He's he's crazy. He quit comedy. He broke his leg. Dead. Doesn't exist anymore. Crazy. So, uh, you know, if you're listening, get help out there, for God's sakes. Yeah, if you're sad, tell somebody, goddammit. Yeah, talk to somebody and uh, go to rehab. Don't be afraid or whatever the hell bullshit you're supposed to say. But uh, Yeah, Sarah Silverman had a show the next day. Canceled it. Wow, yeah, it was uh, sad. Oh, I was reading those tweets. We were together in D.C. when it happened, and uh, I had to go in the back while you were on stage. I got I got teared up just reading yeah. these things. Emotional. Yeah, nothing worse than a comic dying, and it's always a good one. Yeah, always precious a good comic. Uh, but anyways, so anyways, well, thanks for for listening, Harris. Whatever. I don't know. He's not listening now, but. Uh, Boy, it sucks to it sucks to lose a fan. Yeah, it does, it does, and a good fan. Yeah, like you know a, what I mean, like a quality fan. Jeez. But to, to know someone was out there listening to the show and they're uh, fucking dead, it's listening to the podcast in the sky. <laughs> Is that a thing? I think the podcasts are in the sky because of the satellites. Yeah, they're all out in the ether. Doesn't it go into the satellites? I think so. Yeah. Anything internet, I feel like a satellite. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe that's cell phone. Satellite in my eyes. Nice. Like a dying. Anyways, we gotta wrap it up here, buddy boy. That was Dave Math. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Anything you wanna add? Uh, no, I mean, just keep those live dates coming. Throw them at us. Email us. Follow us on the Facebook page. I'm gonna throw some fun stuff up on there. And, uh, the Twitter. Tweet at us. Comment on iTunes. Subscribe. High fives all around. We love you. I want to. Th- I want to give a shout out to a couple people on the next pod for. Uh, we got some mean Chipotle cards. Oh yeah, love Chipotle. Don't forget about those Chipotles. We still love to eat there. Right there twice yesterday. Yeah, love the Chipotle and uh, yeah. See if you can set up a show for us in your town and uh, 
Thanks a lot for listening, and we love you. And uh, rest in peace, Harris Whittles. Yes. All right. Thank you.